0: Welcome to Conversations on Healthcare with Dr. Majid Siddiqui from Elmwood Immediate Care, 2949 Elmwood Avenue in Kenmore. Now, here's your host, Dr. Siddiqui.
1: Good day, folks. Love and well wishes to you all on this Fox news radio station in USA, or wherever you are on this beautiful planet, listening on WLVL.com, listening to this radio show on health concerns with greetings from your host, Dr. Majid Siddiqui MD. In Arabic or Hebrew, the language of Jesus, or Arabic language of Prophet Muhammad, in gospel, Jesus often used to greet and my reference is Matthew chapter 10 and verse 12. Assalamu alaikum. And Prophet Muhammad greeted with Assalamu alaikum. My greeting is the same translated in English peace be with you. On being greeted with Assalamu alaikum, Prophet Muhammad replied with better greetings, wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi barakatuh. In English, may peace, mercy and blessing of God be with you. Today I'm going to talk about common stomach or gastroenterology condition or diseases affecting millions of people in the US and around the world. As I said we are going to listen to the gastroenterology issue. The talk is about the stomach and gastroenterology. Sorry to say there's nothing yummy folks when the stomach contents come back into your throat and mouth. It's called gastroesophageal reflux. That happens when your stomach contents come back as I said in your throat and into the mouth. Many people have gastrointestinal reflux that cause heartburn. It's also called acid indigestion. Also Painful burning, feeling in the middle of your chest, behind your breastbone. That's why it's called heartburn. Raising from the lower tip of your breastbone towards your throat. Regurgitation of stomach contents coming back up through your esophagus and into your throat or mouth, which may cause you to taste the food or stomach acid. There's no sugar there. Acid. Doctors also refer the gastroesophageal reflux as acid indigestion, acid reflux, acid regurgitation, heartburn, reflux, with so many terms. Gastroesophageal reflux disease is a more severe and long-lasting condition in which the gastroesophageal reflux causes repeated symptoms that are bothersome or leads to complications over time. Researchers estimate that about 20% of people in United States, that is 64 million Americans, suffers from gastroesophageal reflux disease. In short, it's called GERD. Anyone can develop gastroesophageal reflux disease. You are more likely to have gastroesophageal reflux disease if you are overweight or have obesity or a pregnant woman takes certain medicines, smoking, or regularly exposed to secondhand smoke. Without treatment, gastroesophageal reflux disease can sometimes cause serious complications over time, such as esophagitis, esophageal stricture, and Barrett's esophagus. That's 30 to 35 million Americans develop Barrett's esophagus as well as complication outside the esophagus. Now let me talk about esophagitis. Esophagitis is inflammation in your gullet, in the esophagus. Esophagitis may cause ulcers and bleeding in the lining of the esophagus. Chronic esophagitis increases the chance of developing esophageal stricture and Barrett's esophagus. Esophageal stricture happens when your esophagus becomes too narrow Esophageal strictures can lead to problems with swallowing Barrett's esophagus. is gastroesophageal reflux disease can sometimes lead to this difficult condition. A condition in which tissue that is similar to the lining of your intestine replaces the tissue lining your esophagus with small intestine. A small number of people with Barrett's esophagus can develop a type of cancer called esophageal adenocarcinoma. Yes, folks, reflux can cause even cancer. Having gastroesophageal reflux disease increases your chances of developing Barrett's esophagus, in which the stomach contents flow back up into your esophagus. Reflux stomach acid that touches the lining of your esophagus can cause heartburn and damage the cells in your esophagus. Between 10 and 15% of the people with gastroesophageal reflux disease develop Barrett's esophagus. Obesity as said earlier, specifically high level of belly fat and smoking also increases your chances of developing Barrett's esophagus. Some studies suggest that your genetics or inherited genes may play a role in whether or not you develop Barrett's esophagus. As sometimes I hear my patients saying, I should inherit cash, Dr. Siddiqui, not these diseases. Anyway, complications outside the esophagus. Some people with reflux develop complications outside the esophagus. In the mouth, throat or lungs, these complications may include asthma, chronic cough, hoarseness of voice due to laryngeal nerve inflammation of your voice box that can cause to lose your voice for a short time, wearing away your tooth enamel too. Your lower esophagus sphincter and diaphragm most often prevent the gastroesophageal reflux, which is often when the stomach contents come back into your esophagus. However, many people have gastroesophageal reflux after having heavy meals with wine. Some medicines can cause gastroesophageal reflux disease or make gastroesophageal reflux disease symptoms worse. Examples include benzodiazepine, sedatives that you make you calmer or sleepy, calcium channel blockers used to treat blood pressure, certain asthma medication, non-steroid anti-inflammatory drugs, tricyclic antidepressants. All these if you are on and having reflux, you should discuss this with your healthcare provider so that you take care of the reflux issue. Now, upper gastrointestinal, Endoscopy, which is called upper GI endoscopy, is a procedure in which a doctor uses endoscope, a flexible tube with a camera to see the lining of your upper gastrointestinal tract, including your esophagus, stomach, and duodenum, And can be seen by you, the whole procedure on a TV monitor. During the upper GI endoscopy, a doctor may obtain biopsies by passing an instrument through the endoscope to make small, to take small pieces out of the t- tissue lining of your esophagus. A pathologist will then examine the tissue under a microscope. Gastroesophageal reflux disease or problems other than g- gastroesophageal reflux disease that may be causing your symptoms can now be ruled out by this upper GI endoscopy. There's another way, esophageal pH monitoring. Esophageal pH monitoring is the most accurate way to detect stomach acid in the stomach. Two types of esophageal pH monitoring can be performed. One by catheter monitoring, in which the healthcare professional passes one end of a catheter, a thin flexible tube through your nose and into your esophagus to make sure acid and non-acid reflux. Capsule mon- monitoring is also available in which a healthcare professional uses an endoscope to place a small wireless capsule on the lining of your esophagus to measure acid reflux. As I go always, you may try lifestyle changes, folks, to get relief. Lifestyle changes may reduce your symptoms. Your doctor may recommend losing weight if you are overweight or have obesity, elevating your head during the sleep by placing a foam wedge or extra pillows under your head and upper back to incline your body and raise your head off your bed six to eight inches, quitting smoking, external problems such as passive smoking, you have to be careful to. changing your eating habits and diet. There are medicines available over-the-counter antacids. Doctors may recommend antacid to relieve mild heartburn and others mild issues with the gastroesophageal reflux or gastroesophageal reflux disease. Antacids are available over-the-counter. Antacids can help relieve mild symptoms. However, you should use the medicines every day or for severe symptom except after discussing your antacid use with your doctor. These medicines can have side effects such as diarrhea or constipation. H2 blockers H2 blockers lower the amount of acid secreted in your stomach. H2 blockers can help heal the esophagus but not as well as proton pump inhibitors. In short, PPIs, you can buy H2 blockers over the counter and your doctor can prescribe one. Proton pump inhibitors, lower the amount of acid in your stomach that the stomach is making. And PPI are better at treating gastroesophageal reflux disease symptoms than H2 blockers. And they can heal the esophageal lining in most people with gastroesophageal reflux disease. Your doctor may recommend surgery if your GERD symptoms don't improve with lifestyle changes in medicine. That happens often. The procedure is called fundoplication. Fundoplication is the most common surgery for gastroesophageal reflux disease, folks. In most cases, it leads to long-term improvement of gastroesophageal reflux disease symptoms. During the operation, a surgeon's Sews the top of your stomach, around the end of your esophagus to add pressure to the lower esophageal sphincter and help prevent the coming back of acid or reflux. Surgeons may perform front- fundoplication as laparoscopic or open surgery. In laparoscopic fundoplication, which is more common nowadays, surgeons make small cuts in the abdomen and insert a special tool to perform the operation. Laparoscopic fundoplication leaves several small little scars. In open fundoplication, surgeons make a larger cut in the abdomen. If you have gastroesophageal reflux symptoms at night or when you are lying down eating meals at least 3 hours before you lay down or go to bed, folks, this will improve your symptoms. Some people who have gastroesophageal reflux disease find that certain foods or drinks trigger symptoms or make symptoms worse. Foods and drinks that have been commonly linked to gastroesophageal reflux disease symptoms include acidic foods such as citrus fruits, tomatoes, alcoholic drinks, chocolate, coffee and other sources of caffeine, high fat food, mint and spicy food. Rebecca Black, sick, sick, sick to her stomach. Now it's time for some humor, folks. (laughs) A man was in the hospital for a series of tests, the last of which left his digestive system slightly worse to wear. He, upon making several false alarm trips to the loo bathroom, he figured that he might as well stay put. Suddenly, however, he sh**ed in his bed and was totally embarrassed beyond his ability to remain rational. When the nurses could walk in any moment, in a complete loss of composure, he jumped out of the bed, gathered up the bed sheets, and threw them out of the hospital's eighth-floor window. That flew like a kite due to the wind. A drunk was walking by the hospital when the sheets landed on his head. The, the drunk started yelling, cursing and swinging his arm violently in an attempt to free himself off the bed linen. He ended up with the soiled sheets in a tangled pile at his feet. As he stood there st- staring down at the sheets, a hospital security guard who had witnessed the entire fecal incident coming flying onto him walked to him and asked, what the hell is going on? The drunk still staring down at the sheet replied, I think I just beat the shit out of a ghost. <laughs> folks, folks, what do you expect the drunk to think when a bedsheet soiled with human faces and that bedsheet flying in an air on that drunk's head? Now, let me get back my composure and talk about, as Mr. Frank Miller was holding his laugh to sitting before me, he's our sound engineer. Now, let me talk about what factors increase a person's chances of developing Barrett's esophagus. Having gastroesophageal reflux disease increases your chances of developing Barrett's esophagus. I repeated few times because this is more serious, chronic form of gastroesophageal reflux, a condition in which the stomach contents flow back up into your esophagus. Reflux stomach acid that touches the lining of your esophagus can cause heartburn and damage the cells in your esophagus. I emphasize that a few times so that you remember. Between 10 and 15% of the people with gastroesophageal reflux disease develop this problem. I told you about belly fat, obesity, that increases the chances of developing Barrett's esophagus. Some studies suggest that your genetics or inherited genes may play a role in whether or not you develop Barrett's esophagus, which causes adenocarcinoma, a cancer. Researchers have found that other factors may decrease the chance of developing Barrett's esophagus include diet high in fruits, vegetable, and certain vitamins too, folks. So I have said that a few times because I go a little faster, and I wanted to repeat a few times in case just you have missed the, my point. Now for treatment of Barrett's esophagus, your doctor will talk about the best treatment options for you based on your overall health, whether you have the changes in the lining of your esophagus to the same changes you have in your small intestine and finding its severity. There's a procedure that is called endoscopic ablative therapy that uses different techniques to destroy the dysplasia in the esophagus or the changes in the esophagus of those cells so that the esophagus can make the normal required esophageal cells and not turn into cancer. A doctor, usually a gastroenterologist or surgeon, performs these procedures at certain hospitals and outpatient centers. You will receive local anesthesia and a sedative. The most common procedure, are photodynamic therapy, uses a light-activated chemical called porphyrin. An endoscope and a laser to kill precancerous cells in your esophagus, Our doctor just injects porphyrin into a vein in your arm. And you return 24 to 72 hours later to complete the procedure. Radiofrequency ablation. Radiofrequency ablation uses radio waves to kill precancerous and cancerous cells in Barrett's esophagus. An electrode mounted on a balloon or an endoscope creates heat to destroy these abnormal cells in our gullet, which are precancerous or cancerous. Surgeries is another option. Surgery called esophagectomy is an alternative to endoscopic therapies. Many doctors prefer endoscopic therapies because these procedures have fewer complications. Esophagectomy is a surgical removal of the affected section of esophagus. After removing sections of your esophagus, a surgeon builds your esophagus from part of your stomach or part of your large intestine. You're
0: listening to Conversations on Healthcare with Dr. Majid Siddiqui from Elmwood Immediate Care, 2949 Elmwood Avenue in Kenmore. Call 716-800-3040. Hometown WLVL, 1340
2: AM. For all your healthcare needs, trust Elmwood Immediate Care and Family Physicians. With 37 years of experience, Dr. Majid Siddiqui cares for patients of all ages, from pediatrics to geriatrics. You'll be seen by medical doctors with on-site, state-of-the-art machinery for emergency or routine care. Located at 2949 Elmwood across from Kenmore Mercy, walk-ins are welcome, most insurance accepted. Payment options are available. Call 716-800-3040 for Elmwood Immediate Care and Family Physicians. Let's
0: get back to conversation On healthcare with Dr. Majid Siddiqui from Elmwood Immediate Care in Kenmore. Once again, Dr. Siddiqui.
1: Well, I was wondering sitting in the studio whether Dinah Ross was singing about celiac disease. You may ask, what is celiac disease? People who continue to eat bread even though they have digestive problems with it are a gluten for these people a punishment. Celiac disease is a chronic digestive and immune disorder that damages the small intestine. The disease is triggered by eating foods containing gluten. What's a gluten? Gluten is a protein found naturally in the wheat, barley, and rye. And is common in foods such as bread, pasta, cookies, and cakes. Many products contain gluten, such as pre-packaged foods, lip balms, and lipsticks, toothpaste, vitamin and nutrient supplements, and rarely in some medicines as well. Celiac disease is triggered by eating foods containing gluten, like wheat. Celiac disease can be serious. The disease can cause long-standing or long-lasting digestive problems and keep your body from getting all the nutrients that it requires. Celiac disease can also affect the body outside the small intestine. Celiac disease is different from gluten sensitivity, let me point that out to you, or wheat intolerance. If you have gluten sensitivity, you may have symptoms like those of celiac disease, such as abdominal pain and tiredness. Unlike celiac disease, Gluten sensitivity does not damage the small intestine. Celiac disease is also different from wheat allergy, a type of food allergy. In uh, both cases, your body immune system reacts to wheat. However, some symptoms of wheat allergies such as having itchy eyes or a hard time breathing are different from celiac disease. Wheat allergies also do not cause long-term damage to the small intestine. Celiac disease is also called celiac sprue, non-tropical sprue, and gluten sensitivity entropathy. These are all the terms. Many people who have celiac disease have not been diagnosed. However, experts estimate 2 million people in our nation, United States of America, have celiac disease, and about 1% of people around the world, this is estimated, would have celiac disease. Now who's more likely to develop celiac disease? Folks, celiac disease can only occur in people who have certain genes, not the genes you are wearing, folks. You are more likely to develop celiac disease if someone in your family has the disease. Celiac disease affects children and adults in all the parts of the world. In United States, celiac disease is more common among the Americans than among the racial or ethnic group. A celiac disease diagnosis is more common in females than in males. Celiac disease is also more common in people who have certain chromosomal disorders such as Down syndrome, Turner syndrome, and Williams syndrome. Experts have found that some people have both celiac and other disorders related to immune system. These disorders which are commonly in our community are type one diabetes, thyroid disease, such as Hashimoto's disease, Grave disease, Addison's disease, and primary hyperparathyroidism. Selective immunoglobulin A, IgA deficiency, a condition in which your body makes little or no IgA, an antibody that fights the infection, could be the culprit rheumatic disease such as Sjogren's syndrome, liver diseases such as autoimmune hepatitis, primary sclerosing, sclerosing, cholangitis, and primary biliary cholangitis. Long-term complications of celiac disease include accelerated osteoporosis or bone softening, known as osteomalacia. People get minor trauma, they can break the bone. The other issues, anemia, malnutrition, and a condition in which you don't get enough vitamins, minerals, and other nutrients, you may be taking in your diet to stay healthy. Nervous system problems, problem li- related to reproductive system, rare complications can include a type of cancer of small intestine, adenocarcinoma, liver damage, which may lead to cirrhosis or liver failure, or non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Symptoms of celiac disease vary widely and a person may have multiple symptoms that come and go. If you have celiac disease, you may have digestive problem or other symptoms. Digestive symptoms are more common in children than in adults. Digestive symptoms of celiac disease may include bloating, chronic diarrhea, constipation, gas, lactose intolerance due to the damage to the small intestine, loose, greasy, bulky, and bad smelling stools, nausea or vomiting, pain in the abdomen. For children with celiac disease, being unable to absorb nutrients at a time when they are so much required for their growth is a huge problem. Some people with celiac disease have symptoms that affect other parts of the body. These symptoms include a skin condition called dermatitis herpetiformis, skin lesions, fatigue or feeling tired, joint or bone pain, mental health problems such as depression or anxiety, nervous system issues such as headache, balance problem, epilepsy or seizures or peripheral neuropathy, reproductive problems in women and girls, which may include infertility, delayed start of menstrual period, missed menstrual periods or repeated miscarriages and in males, male infertility, symptoms involving the mouth such as canker sores or dry mouth or a red smooth shiny tongue. Most people with celiac disease have one or more symptoms before they are diagnosed and begin treatment. Symptoms typically improve and may go away after a person begins eating gluten-free diet. Symptoms may return if the person consumes small amounts of gluten too, folks." A patient of mine was on fire in love with his girlfriend but he had gluten sensitivity. His frustration with me, even after complete gluten-free diet intake religiously, he said Dr. Siddiqui, why am I suffering? His girlfriend also accompanied him to complain that Dr. Siddiqui, your diagnosis may be wrong I observed her. She was wearing heavy lipstick. I thought her lipstick could be the culprit as lipstick could contain gl- gluten and may have cause of his persistent problem, folks. You, if you find that lipstick wearing is so common and many of those majority contain gluten. Okay, that was... On being on fire in love, here is a little bit of humor too. My son was addressing a large audience of pharmacists in Melbourne, Australia. The materials we put into our stomach should have killed most of us sitting here years ago, he said. Red meat is full of steroids and dye. Soft drinks corrode your stomach lining. Chinese food is loaded with MSG. High trans fat diets can be disastrous and none of us realizes the long-term harm caused by the germs in our drinking water. But there is one thing that is more dangerous to all of us and most of us have had it or will have it. Can anyone here tell me what food it is that? The most grief and suffering for years after eating it? After several seconds of quiet, a 70-year-old pharmacist in the front row raised his hand and softly said, wedding cake. Gluten-free diet. Doctors treat celiac disease by keeping people to follow a gluten-free diet. Gluten is a protein found naturally in certain grains, including wheat, barley, and rye. Gluten is also added to many other foods and products. In people who have celiac disease, consuming gluten triggers an abnormal immune system reaction that damages the small intestine, and it can even cause cancer if someone has celiac disease. Other products I already said, but probably have not included, Play-Doh, the the dough modeling, the children's Play-Doh, cosmetics, I said lipstick, and I played the song on fire. Lip gloss, lip balm, skin and hair products, toothpaste, mouthwash, and some wafers too. All these can give you a bit of gluten and then things go wrong. Genetic testing in some cases, a healthcare professional may take a blood sample or use a swab to collect cells from inside of your cheek. The sample will be tested for groups of gene variants called DQ, D for dark, Q for queen, two, DQ two, and dq8 Ah, My sister found her husband, who has a great liking for sweet tasting ice creams, was standing on the bathroom scale, sucking in his gut a few times. My sister said, you know, that's not going to help, dear. Her husband said, yes, it does. It's the only way I can see the numbers on the scale. My pharmacist's son again was about to take a lunch break and, and he told to his pharmacy technician, I'll be back in an hour, half an hour. Keep an eye on things in my absence. Upon his return, he noticed a man outside the pharmacy standing against the wall, clutching his abdomen, obviously in some pretty serious discomfort. He continues into the store and asks his assistant, What's with the guy outside? To which pharmacy tech replied, He came in with a bad cold. I couldn't find the cough medicine, so I gave him some laxative. Laxatives? yelled my pharmacist's son. That's not gonna do anything for his cold. The pharmacist technician replied, Sure it will, replies his pharmacy tech. Look! He's afraid to cough now. <laughs> Folks, let me talk about Crohn's disease. Crohn's disease is a chronic disease that causes inflammation and irritations in your digestive tract. Most common, commonly, Crohn's affects your small intestine and the beginning of your large intestine. However, the disease can affect any part of your digestive tract from your mouth to your anus. Learn more about your digestive system, folks. From your mouth goes down to the last area. Crohn's disease in an inflammation, one of the inflammatory bowel disease, ulcerative colitis, and microscopic colitis are other common types of inflammatory bowel disease. Crohn's disease most often begins gradually and can become worse over time. You may have periods of remission that can last for weeks or years. Researchers estimate that more than half of the million people in the United States have Crohn's disease. Studies show that over time Crohn's disease have become more common in USA and other parts of the world. Experts do not know the reason for this increase in number. Crohn's disease can develop in people of any age and is more likely to develop in people between the ages of 20 and 29 years who have a family member, most often a sibling or parent with inflammatory bowel disease and who is a smoker. What are the complications of this problem? It causes intestinal obstruction. Crohn's Disease can thicken the wall of your intestine over time period, the thickened areas of your intestine can narrow, which can block your intestine partially or completely, causing obstruction, also called bowel blockage, and the block, the movements of your foot and stool through your intestine. The other problem is fistulas. In Crohn's disease, inflammation can go through the wall of your intestine and create tunnels of fistulae fistulae or tunnels are abnormal passages between two organs of your body, between the organ and outside of your body. Fistulas may become infected. When there is infection, it can cause an abscess. Inflammation that goes through the wall of your intestine can also lead to abscesses. Abscesses are painful, swollen, pus-filled pockets of infection. Anal fissures or small tears in the anus that may cause itching, pain, or bleeding. Ulcers, inflammation anywhere along your digestive tract can lead to ulcers or open sores in in your mouth, intestine, anus, or perineum. Malnutrition develops when your body does not get the right amount of vitamins, minerals, and the nutrients in your food. It needs to maintain healthy tissue and organ function. Inflammation in other areas of your body could be the issue like in joints, eyes, and skin. So people who are diagnosed with Crohn's disease, you may be more likely to have colon cancer as well. Receiving ongoing treatment for Crohn's disease and stay in remission, you may reduce your chances of developing colon cancer. Talk to your doctor about how often you should get screened for colon cancer folks. Screening is testing for diseases when you have no symptoms. Screening is for colon cancer can include colonoscopy with biopsies. Although screening does not reduce your chances of developing colon cancer, but it will definitely help to find cancer at an early stage and improve the chance of curing the cancer. The most common symptoms of Crohn's disease are diarrhea, cramping and pain in your abdomen, weight loss. Other symptoms include anemia, eye redness or eye pain, feeling tired, fever, joint pain, soreness, nausea or loss of appetite, skin changes that involve red, tender bumps under the skin. Your symptoms may vary depending on the location and severity of your inflammation. Some research suggests that that stress, including the stress of living with Crohn's disease, can make symptoms worse. Also, some people may find that certain foods can trigger or worsen the symptoms. Autoimmune reaction. One cause of Crohn's disease may be an autoimmune reaction when your immune system attacks healthy cells in your body, expert think bacteria in your digestive tract can mistakenly trigger your immune system. This immune system response causes inflammation leading to symptoms of Crohn's disease. Now, when it comes to blaming genes, Crohn's disease sometimes runs in the families. Research has shown that if you have a, a parent or sibling with Crohn's disease, you may have more likely to develop the disease. Other factors that the studies suggest may increase the chances of developing Crohn's disease. Once again, folks, smoking may double your chance of developing Crohn's disease. Non-steroid anti-inflammatory drugs that people take as lollies, aspirin, ibuprofen, antibiotics, or even birth control pills can increase the chance, folks. May increase the chance of developing Crohn's disease in all these studies. A high fat diet may also slightly increase your chance of getting Crohn's disease. Stress and eating certain foods do not cause Crohn's disease. If your doctor suspect that you have Crohn's disease, the colonoscope required for colonoscopy include biopsy of your ileum, colon, and rectum. You won't feel the biopsies, folks, nowadays. How do doctors treat Crohn's disease? No single treatment works for everyone with Crohn's disease. The goals of the treatment are to decrease the inflammation in your intestine to prevent flare-ups of your symptoms and to keep you in remission. Aminosalicylates, sulfasalazine, corticosteroid, hydrocortisone, methylprednisone, immunomodulator 6, mercaptopurine, cyclopro. Cyclosporin, biologic therapies, anti-tumor necrosis factor, alpha therapies such as all the mAbs. Doctors often give patient infliximab every six to eight weeks at the hospital or as an outpatient center. Side effects may include toxic reaction to the medicine and a higher chance of developing infections, particularly tuberculosis. The other medications are simple acetoaminophen, antibiotics, and Lopramide. Bowel rest is what serves for severe Crohn's disease symptoms. That is keeping you to drink a liquid that contains nutrient and gives you a liquid that contains only the nutrient and nothing more to keep you going, inserted in your stomach or small intestine and keeping you off any food intake. That heals the bowel by being on rest.
0: You're listening to Conversations on Healthcare with Dr. Majid Siddiqui from Elmwood Immediate Care. 2949 Elmwood Avenue in Kenmore. Call 716-800-3040. Hometown WLVL, 1340 AM.
2: For all your health care needs, trust Elmwood Immediate Care and Family Physicians. With 37 years of experience, Dr. Majid Siddiqui cares for patients of all ages. From pediatrics to geriatrics, you'll be seen by medical doctors with on-site state-of-the-art machinery for emergency or routine care. Located at 2949 Elmwood across from Kenmore Mercy, walk-ins are welcome, most insurance accepted. Payment options are available. Call 716-800-3040 for Elmwood Immediate Care and Family Physicians.
0: Let's get back to Conversations on Healthcare with Dr. Majid Siddiqui from Elmwood Immediate Care in Kenmore. Once again, Dr. Siddiqui.
1: Let me talk about another condition before I run out of time and which people call this pain in my butt. 90 million Americans suffer from diverticulosis. Diverticulosis is a condition that occurs when a small pouch or sac form and push outward through the weak spots in the wall of your colon. These pouches form mostly in the lower part of your colon called sigmoid colon. One pouch is called diverticulum. Multiple pouches are called diverticula. Most people who have diverticula in the colon do not have symptoms or problems. However, in some cases diverticula may lead to symptoms or inflammation, which then is called diverticulitis occurs when diverticula become inflamed, diverticulitis can come on suddenly and may lead to serious complications. Diverticulosis is quite common condition, especially as people age more than 30% of US adults between the ages of 50 and 59, and more than 70% of those older than the age 80 have diverticulosis. Most people with diverticulosis will never develop symptoms or problem. Experts aren't sure how many people with diverticulosis will develop symptoms if they do not have diverticulitis. Less than 5% of the people with diverticulosis develop diverticulitis. In the United States and about 200,000 people hospitalized for diverticulitis each year. About 71,000 people are hospitalized for diverticular bleeding each year. Some people with diverticular disease may develop serious complication. For some people, complication may be the first sign of diverticular disease. Diverticular bleeding occurs when a small blood vessel within the wall of the diverticular pouch burst. Diverticular bleeding is a common cause of bleeding in the lower digestive tract. The bleeding may be severe and life-threatening. Diverticulitis complications may lead to abscess, a painful, swollen, pus-filled area caused by infection, fistula, an abnormal passage or tunnel between the colon and other part of the body, such as urinary bladder or vagina, intestinal obstruction. A partial or total blockage of the movement of food, fluids, air or stool, through your intestine, perforation or a hole in your colon, peritonitis an infection of lining of the abdominal cavity. See your doctors if you have symptoms such as bloating, constipation or diarrhea or pain in your lower abdomen. Diverticulitis cause acute symptoms such as abdominal pain, most often in the lower left of your abdomen. Constipation or diarrhea, fever and chills cause, causing nausea, or vomiting. The pain is caused by diverticulitis is typically severe and comes on suddenly, although pain may also be mild or worsen over several days, the intensity of the pain may change over time. Lifestyle changes that I keep harping on. Certain lifestyle factors may increase the risk of diverticulitis or complication of diverticular disease, including diets low in fiber, high in red meat. Lack of physical activity. Medicine such as non-steroidal, anti-inflammatory drugs and steroids. Obesity. And I'm getting tired of stating this again and again. Smoking, folks. Smoking. So what tests are required to diagnose? Doctors may order blood tests, a stool test, imaging test, and a colonoscopy to help diagnose diverticular disease. Doctors typically diagnose diverticular disease with imaging tests Tests such as computed tomography, CT scan, which uses combination of x-ray and computer technology to create images. Ultrasound, which uses sound waves to create an image of your organ. Magnetic resonance imaging, MRI in short, takes picture of your body's internal organs and soft tissue without using x-rays or colonoscopy. Now let's talk about the condition that folks whose priority number one is finding where the bathrooms are wherever and whenever they go out, because during a flare, the immune system kicks the butts, really. The other day, I heard a mom was yelling at her son in my cleaning. The average person goes to bathroom once a day, not like you, 20 times a day, you underachiever. Although psychological problems like anxiety, anxiety, don't cause the digestive disorder people with irritable bowel syndrome may be more sensitive to emotional troubles strong emotions like stress anxiety depression triggers chemicals in the brain that turn on pain signals on in your gut that may cause the colon to rea- react it's not nothing uh, degrading when people say this talk gives me the sh- Irritable bowel syndrome is a group of symptoms that occur together, including repeated pain in the abdomen, changes in bowel movements, diarrhea, alternating constipation, or both. With irritable bowel syndrome, you have these symptoms without any visible signs of damage or disease in your digestive tract. Irritable bowel syndrome is a functional gastrointestinal disorder, functional. GI disorder, which doctors now call disorder of gut-brain interaction, are related to problems with how your brain and your gut work together. These problems can cause your gut to be more sensitive and change how the muscles in your bowel contract. If your gut is more sensitive, you may feel more abdominal pain and bloating. Changes in how the muscles in your bowel contract lead to diarrhea, constipation, or both. There are three, three types of irritable bowel syndrome. Irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, irritable bowel syndrome with diarrhea, or irritable bowel syndrome with mixed bowel habits. Studies suggest that about 12% of people in our nation, United States of America, 40 million Americans have irritable bowel syndrome. Women are two times more likely than men to develop irritable bowel syndrome. People younger than 50 are more likely to develop irritable bowel syndrome than people older than 50. Factors that can increase your chance of having irritable bowel syndrome including having a family member with irritable bowel history or stressful difficult life events such as childhood abuse. That was holly molly singing alcohol, mother of all evils, in Hebrew and in Arabic, ummul qabais, mother of all evils. Now let me talk about acute pancreatitis, which is becoming more common for higher cons- due to the higher consumption of alcohol. Each year, about two hundred seventy-five thousand hospital stays for acute pancreatitis occur in the United States. Although pancreatitis is rare in children, the common number. Of children with acute pancreatitis, too, is growing, folks. Chronic pancreatitis is less common with 86,000 hospital stays per year. So pancreatitis, anyitis, is inflammation of pancreas. The pancreas is a large gland behind the stomach close to your first part of the small intestine called the ordinum And the pancreas have two main functions to make insulin and to make digestive juices or enzyme to help you. Digest the food. Men are more likely to get pancreatitis than women. African-Americans have higher risk of getting pancreatitis. People with personal or family history of gallstones, diabetes, high triglyceride, genetic disorder, and certain autoimmune conditions called cystic fibrosis. These are the people predisposed to develop pancreatitis. People should know such complications also do happen that lead from narrowing of blockage in the bile or pancreatic duct. Leakage from pancreatic duct causes pancreatic pseudocyst. These symptoms may be a sign of serious infection, inflammation, blockage of the pancreas, gallbladder, or bile and pancreatic duct. Left untreated, these problems can be fatal. Lastly, a bit of humor again. A man of mine, oh sorry, a patient of mine came to see me and said, Dr. Siddiqui, my wife told me to go and get checked by you at my guts. She says that I jump to conclusion, climb the walls, drag my heels, push my luck, make mountains out of molehills, bend over backwards, run around in circles, put my foot in my mouth, go over the edge and beat around the bush. My next radio show is on October 16, 2023, which is the third Monday of the month of October. Thank you so much for listening to my program. I really appreciate that. You've
0: been listening to Conversations on Healthcare with Dr. Majid Siddiqui from Elmwood Immediate Care, 2949 Elmwood Avenue in Kenmore. Call 716-800-3040. Hometown WLVL, 1340
2: AM. For all your health care needs, trust Elmwood Immediate Care and Family Physicians. With 37 years of experience, Dr. Majid Siddiqui cares for patients of all ages. From pediatrics to geriatrics, you'll be seen by medical doctors with on-site state-of-the-art machinery for emergency or routine care. Located at 2949 Elmwood across from Kenmore Mercy, walk-ins are welcome, most insurance accepted. Payment options are available. Call 716-800-3040 for Elmwood Immediate Care and Family Physicians.